Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to turn your eyes upon Jesus. This is October 2nd, 2020, 9 p.m. in Hawaii. And we are turning our eyes on Jesus tonight here. All the garbage of this world turns strangely dim. Yes, guys, it's all garbage. Even the good things... Even the good things can take the place of Jesus. If you're not, let's listen to that again. I'll interrupt it. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Wonderful gaze. Okay, so it's so good. Jesus is so good. This world is passing away, everybody. It's passing away. Everything that people have put their stock into, and hopefully you haven't put a lot of money into the stock market because very likely the elites are going to crash it. I know the news is depressing, but we have to look at the news. If you want to look at the latest headlines, thespiritforce.com, we are updating daily. It's it's a huge war, and we at least need to stay aware of what is going on on those fronts. So Joe Biden says Antifa is just an idea. Um, Trump is announcing, you know, it's just like, oh, the left is just saying they're basically just promoting a concept. Well, ideas don't assault cops and they don't burn down buildings. Antifa is a domestic terrorist organization. There you go. So remember, all that stuff about war on terror, now it's war on COVID, all a lie. In the beginning, it was just two weeks to flatten the curve, and now it's you're never going to take off your mask. All of it was a lie from day one. Now, I think we're getting some new listeners regularly, so I need to kind of backtrack sometimes and, and just explain where we're coming from because it is easy to get overwhelmed with all the sheer abundance of information. And um, I'm someone who wants to continue to progress further and, and go forward and gather more information, more spiritual understanding, especially faith, especially Knowing Jesus. Hey, Fam Lurie K. Good evening to you. Not sure if anybody's awake right now, but we are broadcasting live right now on Facebook and whatever. So, quickly going through some of the headlines so you understand that, uh, you know, for example, Trump to Biden on Antifa. Ideas don't burn down buildings. <laughs> very, very key thing that's just common sense that should be in your brain there is um msnbc interview with bill gates and this question why do we trust bill gates exactly how did he become the doctor of the planet when he's a eugenicist who wants to depopulate the planet <laughs> um we have chris hodges a video the highest satanic feast is centered around Halloween. Spiritual warfare is real. Get ready, guys. This month is going to be crazy. You know, if you have time, I think it was fascinating. And I know we, we kind of did a long show yesterday. It won't be very long today. But Trump announcing he had COVID, his Twitter was exploding with satanic curses. And with uh, Twitter pictures of 
just demons and evil, creepy pictures. Very interesting. Uh, the spiritual warfare is real. That was, of course, October 1st, 2020. So we're expecting this month to be very, very crazy. Which is why we need to come into Jesus' presence and spend time looking into the eyes of Jesus and knowing his wonderful, beautiful love. Hallelujah. And so Drudge is down like half almost of his website. It's it's amazing. Why do so many warriors give up? Why do people fight for a little while and then they decide, no, I'm not going to fight anymore? Well, it's a real war, guys, and there's casualties, and we all know someone who has given their life in combat. They deserve, they deserve some respect for the days that they fought, and then when they give up, just love them anyway. But don't follow them anymore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, this month is going to be crazy. Uh, expect some major, major, major backlash as the Patriots have fought. And they knew the debates would go horribly. They knew. And so this was all planned out. I mean, one day later, basically, some guy somehow got into the most protected person on the planet's midst with the virus and that was the big media thing was, oh, my gosh, somebody around them tested positive. And that's the whole nasty, the Gestapo Nazi thing is like somebody around you had the virus. And so we need to test everyone. Oh, my gosh, this test says you have the virus. And it's the easiest thing to do to trick you unless it's like extremely exact science and say you have the virus because the numbers are all pretty much cooked. Okay. Uh, thank you, fam. I guess my stream is kind of flaky. All right. Let's play some music and I'll be right back. I'm going to check on the nature of our stream. We are broadcasting to the Fringe Radio Network. Stay tuned. I do want to have you guys live on YouTube and Facebook. So we'll be right back. Tempests are wild Still I can trust him 
Apparently, Drudge still exists. It's amazing. What a miracle. Hopefully, we are doing pretty good. I just checked the internet, and I'm checking everything. And uh, Woo! Thank you, Lord. It's crazy, man. There's so much going on. But I also want to get into some spiritual news. And not all news is necessary. Sometimes... You should go back and find out what people were getting, say, 20 years ago. Just because your YouTube AI algorithm tells you to watch a video about somebody had a dream about the rapture doesn't mean that's the most important thing for your spirit. And what I want to do here with this show, what this broadcast is all about, is taking a little bit of retrospect, a little bit of what other people have been getting over the years, and then pushing that into what we're dealing with right now as well as whatever is coming down the pipeline miracles you name it my grandfather don basham wrote a book called face up with a miracle and that book was basically bringing together all the experiences he had as a baptist preacher where you know someone who wasn't trained to deal with the supernatural suddenly somebody in his parish was deathly ill And when they visited them in the hospital, they found out that, indeed, they were not at the hospital. So the doctor said, go find them at their house. They're fine. He goes to the house of the, I guess, the member of his church, as a good pastor would do, and and asked them what what had happened. Found out, well, uh, yeah, I was really sick, and... This charismatic church from down the road, one of those crazy, wild, charismatic churches, they asked if they could come pray with me. And I was like, okay. And they did. And it was a bunch of people holding hands and just, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Whoa, Lord, we just lay our hands on this lady and please heal her. And she was like, I was sick. I was thankful, but I was kind of embarrassed, you know. And they left. The doctor comes in, checks on her, and she's completely healed. So my grandfather was like, oh, my gosh, being a very intellectual and scientifically brained individual. Don Basham decided I was going to follow up on this and find out what the frickety flip-flops just happened to my parish, my friend, my member. 
and found out about some of these wild, crazy charismatics that were getting healing miracles. And he wrote a whole book about it called Face Up with a Miracle, which I need to read again in my adult life. I mean, I grew up hearing these stories, but my life has been just a journey, uh, a seeking for more context of how the Holy Spirit is working in this generation with the backdrop of understanding that back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, I guess back in the 50s, my dad sharing stories growing up with my granddad and my aunts and my uncles, all these people that experienced that. But then when my grandfather died when I was five years old, I was like, okay, so did the world die? Because that's how it felt growing up. And the Basham family was like, is there anything more? So this YouTube channel kind of blog diary thing is really basically a continuation of many people's works, not just my grandfather's, but to go and delve into more prophetic things, more intel, more uh, other ministries, you might say, but also databases. I have here info stores, so I've got some pretty chunky prophecies of like everything you can imagine coming down the pike. I'll be sharing some of those. I guess I can't really show it the big screen for some reason. I can't really show that, but whatever. Oh, I gotta do this. So, we get into these prophecies. People are gonna be like, oh my gosh, Michael's in a cult. No, I'm not. I just have a memory. And I'm gonna go through some of these Mo letters and these prophecies. This is from like 20 years ago. And uh, they were identifying demons like this demon of Therion, which I think it's interesting because people had um, visions of a specific demon that had to do with homosexuality and uh, very interesting. So we'll look at that. I just, I think it's so important to have a memory. I think people, they, because of AI, because of technology, they think that if it's not brand new, then it's worthless. When the new Christian music totally sucks, when you listen to old hymns and you're like, oh my gosh, this is really good. Oh my gosh, this is Holy Spirit filled. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Oh yeah. If there wasn't a theme song for today... I mean, just the first few words. Let me play again a few seconds of this. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Guys, there's a life more abundant and free every day. Whatever you're doing with your day, when you turn your eyes towards Jesus, there are limitless things waiting for you. I'm not going to blarb too much today. I want to get through the news. You know, Drudge is down half from last year. (laughs) So 
it's not just because he stopped supporting Trump. It's because he literally turned into every other giant mainstream news thing. Guatemalan President Alejandro Guillermo almost recovered from COVID-19 wishes President Trump a speedy recovery. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty sure Trump's going to recover. I don't think the COVID is going to kill him. What we need to pray for is that Trump isn't killed by something else because they've been trying to poison him a lot and then they blame COVID. I mean, that would be that would just be a soft kill JFK situation. I mean, think about it. That's what they did to a president before, and it was full of lies. If you've ever heard the term conspiracy theorist, just know that term was invented to paint anybody who questioned the JFK assassination as crazy so that you weren't allowed to say that. And it was a running thing that the CIA basically... And now it's admitted that that's that's what they basically came up with for you. So you're not allowed to say Trump died from something besides coronavirus if they kill him. Pray that he doesn't get killed. But yeah, that's that's the situation that we're in, guys. And it's we need to just stay close to Jesus. Here's another praise song for a few seconds. We can't breathe without you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. Inhabit us, Lord. I lost my mind. I can't see you one more night. I can't live in this pain that I've been through. So much shame falling into. breathe without you, Jesus. We can't make it through this pandarmnert. Pandarnit. That's what it's called. Not a pandemic. It's a pandarnit. It's all fake. Guys, we went through this 20 years ago. It was called the War on Terror. Because did you see what happened in New York City? It was like a movie. Except even people I know who are brainwashed and who think Trump is evil... They also know that the Twin Towers were not a bunch of Afghani crazy terrorists with box cutters brilliantly executing the most incredibly coordinated attack 
on U.S. soil or anywhere, for that matter, in history ever flawlessly. I guess it was so perfect. They were like, let's cr- let's make one of the airplanes crash just so it, it's, it doesn't look that perfect. So we'll have one of the airplanes crash in the forest and literally like, guys, this is 20 years ago history, but it's still pretty recent. Don't think, oh, Michael's talking about something that happened a while ago. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tune out. Even if you tune out, remember what happened at 9-11. Not in order so that the TSA can put you in a body scanner, but so that you understand that the precedent has been set to take away your liberties. Patriot Act 1 and 2, Afghanistan War, Iraq War. The soldiers that fought are honorable, but... The point is, those wars were completely unnecessary. And now they're just upping the ante, and the government is now implementing, uh, and there's a civil war happening, too, quietly, secretly. If you're not paying attention, you don't know that it's happening. But they're getting ready to have some states secede, apparently. That should be a tongue twister. Some states seceded after covid Because of COVID. Everything can happen now because of COVID. And you're not allowed to breathe without Fauci and Bill Gates telling you you can breathe or not. Well, I want to go a lot deeper than just whatever the mainstream news is, obviously. But we're just going through it really quick. But my point is, I can't breathe without Jesus. And that's what I want to really blast forward today is... Whatever's happening, it's insignificant in comparison to the power of the force of Jesus. Are you trying to make it on your own? Are you trying to make it through the end time by your own strength, by how much food you bought, how many weapons you stored up, how much information you knowledged? Or are you depending on Jesus? Are you really clinging to him to understand what to do and not just what to do? Because even, you know, the movie, um, what was that sequel to Cloverfield where it's John Goodman and they're living in like a bunker and it's total hell with this prepper guy and they finally have to kill him in like acid or something horrible. It's a pretty horrible movie, but it's very realistic and it's, it has you guessing the whole time if the world has even ended. And I recommend that movie because in a way, even though it might be a whitewash against preppers, It shows how if you don't have Jesus, if you don't have God's goodness, even if you think, oh, I'm a good person, I'm a moral person, I consider myself a person of high morals. Well, you know what? Those are sometimes the worst ones because you don't even know what they do behind the scenes because they're so moral. Maybe their morals are that I want to depopulate the planet. 
I think people are the virus. I think whatever my God says is true, and my God is Baal Abaddon. Well, we're going to look at one of their false gods. First of all, if you're listening on YouTube and if the connection is bad, if you think it's me, it's not me. I think I'm okay. I double-checked. You can go on Facebook. You can add us on Facebook, Michael Basham. I will add you. Um, We've got a bunch of pages. You can go to Fringe Radio Network. You can go to Spirit Wars Radio. I just, I don't have time with all these stupid social media sites that keep banning us. I don't invest a lot of time in any of it. Even Patreon. I appreciate people helping us through Patreon. I just... I'm not putting a lot of work into it because I feel like eventually they're just going to delete everything there. So we're getting any money that you send, we're getting it. But I'm not really investing a ton of energy and time into Patreon itself. I'm just putting everything out there for free. So, you know, Patreon is our tip jar if you guys, you know, care about this. I would do this without one penny from anybody. I just, I would, I've designed this in my desperation for Jesus and for a place, a platform to witness to people so that no matter what happens, we will be able to talk. We will be able to have this communication. And if this shuts down, then an an email, we'll have an email thing. You know, you can put your email in the email list. I've got a mail chimp that we can use that list of emails and send out you know, secret recordings and videos or whatever, reports, newsletters, prayers, prophecies for when everything else fails. And if that fails, well, we have a God in heaven who is literally the one who breathed our life into us from Adam till today. We are all one through Adam. We are all one man. You know, woman came from man originally. It's amazing. But we God looks at us as his created child, Adam, made from his own essence and breathed with his own spirit and in his own image. And his image must be more than just the shape because a monkey kind of has a shape of a human being. An angel kind of looks like a person. The image of God is something much more than just the shape of a person. So whatever that means, it's important because the image of the beast that they will create to worship is the abomination of desolation. So I'm not here telling you what it means, but I'm just saying that we are God's child and we are already one. You have human DNA unless you're a clone demon meat suit. I have human DNA. I am also of Adam. I am also under the identity of the family from Adam's seed through Noah and now grafted into Abraham, whether you're a Jew or not. We are all the children of Abraham through the faith in Jesus Christ, one family. We resonate with each other. We agree together through Jesus Christ, even if our doctrines don't match up, even if Michael's idea of the end of the world doesn't fit with my end of the world, I don't like how Michael's always talking about how things are going to fall apart because that makes me feel uncomfy. Well, everything's falling apart, but I still don't want to talk about it because I'm uncomfy. (laughs) Well, get some healing somewhere because probably you've been through some trauma 
and you don't want to talk about things that are uncomfy. I've been through trauma too. I understand it's uncomfy, but guess what? On the other side of that, everything is on the other side of fear. You just jump over that hurdle and you will find truth, meaning, purpose, valor, courage, the guts to stand up to bullies. You don't have to walk around with a happy smile and, well, if anybody ever sees that I'm not a happy smiler, then they might not believe I'm really an overcomer. Believe me, we are all humans and we all have our bad days, but things are going to get a lot worse. And, uh, uh, Look, the end of the world is here, okay, guys? It's kind of already been here for a while. And it, the end of the world doesn't take one day or one year. When the end of the world starts officially, it will take seven years. Seven years reiterated all over the Bible over and over and over again. The Bible states it in days in some places. It states it in months. It states it as weeks. It states it as years. And it even states it in this mysterious way of times to make it very clear that this is not just some random prophecy. This is like a huge major event that is interwoven all throughout the times, the timelines of the Bible. And I have the Bible open before me, but I'm not even, I know I'm not really reading it yet, but um, I've got Matthew 24 right here but i'm also telling you i'm a happy person because i've already i've already come into touch with jesus apart from the despair that people are being force fed today so look if you hate me for talking about this i'm not going to hate you back i'm going to love you and i'm not doing that to patronize you i'm just saying i've been protected i've been blessed i've been really largely given kind of an easy ride. I tried to find the hard road and God still protected me until I was like 35. And then he was like, all right, let's turn up the heat on this guy a little bit. Let's let him get sued by the law. Let's let him get traumatized. Let's let him get persecuted. Let's let him, you know, lose uh, members of his family in horrible, wrongful ways, be lied about in court and, and just abused and in like horrible ways. Like, let's make it so that his best friends are abused. And when he tries to protect them, then he gets blamed for it. And anything he does is wrong. Let's let's do, okay, we're going to let Michael get some trauma here. And I'm like, kind of like, okay, finally. And then part of me is like, why God? Why have you forsaken me? What are you trying to do here? Oh no, he's the God of Job. Oh no. Well, he gets you through it. Hey, Eisenhower, good to see you live. Appreciate all the comments, guys. Some people will listen to this later, and some of you will just listen to the podcast, and that's great. Actually, most of our listeners are going to download this, and maybe they're going to be shoveling snow or dirt or driving their truck or you know shelving groceries or, I don't know, stuffing doing taxidermy i have no idea whatever you're doing welcome and god bless you hey kara why are you guys awake it is 9 45 here in hawaii hallelujah we are breathing in jesus amen let me open the barrel
Thank you, Lord, for bringing us through. Hallelujah. Matthew 24, guys. You got to read the Bible. Yeah, that's right. You got to read the Bible and listen to metal. <laughs> that is, I can't breathe without you. All right. So, the Ol- the Olivet Discourse is one of the most important Bible chapters discussing what we are now coming to really see possibly showing up real soon. Yeah, we're still in Friday here. We're in the like the slowest part of the planet called Hawaii. It takes a while for time to catch up with us here. But time does catch up. So Jesus went out, departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him. For to shew him the buildings of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Jesus talked a lot about stones, by the way. It's interesting. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming? And of the end of the world. Three questions. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So first, you know, false Christs saying, I am Christ, and then wars, and also rumors of wars, so actual real wars, and then like, oh my God, war's going to start. Oh, no, it's not. Don't be troubled by this. It's going to happen. Jesus saw the future, all right? Jesus was right there. All right, you guys are in Saturday already. Cool. See you then. Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, There shall be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. Certainly seen some of them. Hey, Repent America. All right, you found our Facebook. Great. Welcome. Our Facebook is dead. Like, Facebook has pretty much shadow banned us, so they don't let this broadcast reach more than, like, a couple people. So you almost have to, like be on my Facebook page looking for this and then you'll be like, oh wow, he's live. There's no more notification. It just doesn't even happen. For nation shall rise against nation. Okay, so lots of things. Pandemics, real pestilences, not just fake ones, but real ones. So there are going to be real, real, horrible, horrible pestilences. I think COVID is just the beginning of the real bioweapons that they have designed to be released. And COVID is the carrier 
that is going to bring about the true bioweapons. So pray for Trump that he doesn't get that. All these things are just the beginnings of sorrows. So guys, this happened in their day, but also it's happening in our day. So Jesus was speaking to his disciples, but he was also speaking to us in the last days. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Has that happened yet? I don't think so. A lot of people who say this has already all happened, they don't really read this very much. They don't. (laughs) Then shall many be offended and shall betray one another. He doesn't wear the mask. I'm going to. Amen, Kara. Amen, Repent America. What a name. (laughs) That is awesome. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. I'm going to read a prophecy about a spirit behind homosexuality, and it's a defiant, proud, and self-loving but God-hating spirit, Abtherion. Um, a missionary got the name Abtherion. Ab, meaning against. Theo means God, so against God. And Ion means the act of. So Ab-Thir-Ion is the act of actively working against, directly against God, against love, and against faith. The missionary wrote, I thought this might be relevant to other young people who are so closed off to the Lord's Spirit. This cold and relentless attitude of disbelief that seems to come over them. Very interesting. And then Jesus gives this prophecy to one of these missionaries. I'm going to give you a picture of Abtherion. Don't be surprised by his appearance, for he is one of the masters of disguised intentions. His spirit is a seducing one of trickery, persistent flattery, and enticement. He is of the same nature as Obstacon, which is a demon that hinders your word intake. A sly, deceptive demon in appearance. His goal is to seduce and beguile until he has my children in the state and position he desires. That of an active and unrelenting apostate. And the vision goes like this. I'm seeing the form of a man appear with a wispy, almost delicate frame. He looks very young, has short blonde hair. His face has a very definitive line down the middle of it. Half of his face appears to be painted white. The other half is painted blue. Then around his neck is this tight choker, a double band of white beads. For lack of a better description, he appears to be very artsy in spirit but it's not an uplifting or creative sort of artsiness, but one that's sort of revolting. He's holding this white handkerchief in his hand, dangling it in front of me. This is a pretty vivid vision. Now his features are changing to reveal more of his wicked, evil spirit. He's clearly homosexual, and he's not the sort of friendly or subdued type of homosexual, but the type who's very blatant about it, very evil and rebellious, one who manifests 
a defiant and in-your-face form of rebellion against godliness and God himself. Dang. So we're we're uh, looking at info store here. Let me make it bigger for a second here so you can actually read along. This is some crazy bed not, bedtime stories. But um, hey, David from Devon English. What? Lots of good, amazing vibes. Amazing. Jet, God bless you. Yeah, uh, this is just people that personally received prophecies. Um, this is like from, I don't know, probably like 18 years ago. But it was a demon that was afflicting people that, I guess it was like a homosexual demon. And this is called Rima Word. So it's not stuff that you have to take it as like the Bible, but it's like journaling, journaling prophecies, which we should all be doing. So this this demon has a wicked smirk on his face. He appears to be wrapping this white handkerchief he was holding around someone's eyes, effectively blindfolding them, and he's writhing and prancing around them in wicked glee. We rebuke you, Abtherion, through the power of the keys of the kingdom. And then there's more uh, words that were written down, Jesus' prophecies and interesting stuff. I just wanted to share that. felt like maybe that would be useful for somebody to get the key to fight against the demons that are obstructing people right now. There are so many of these things. There are so many weird demons that are just very, very deceptive and sucking people in. I have a friend who decided he was going to go through sex change, chemical, whatever. And it's just self-admittedly, like, I have mental problems. I have been abused. I cut myself a lot. Will not listen to the gospel or anything. Pray for this individual. I want to actually even reach out to them somehow, some way, in a Holy Spirit way. But against Abtherion, for my friend Alexa, who has decided that he wants to be a woman. And, you know, I feel like this whole movement is is a destructive side of how, as God is giving us freedom in the Spirit, the enemy is trying to make that freedom only in the flesh, to say, just do whatever you want. If you're angry, burn down KFC because they have insurance. If you're confused, go and uh, get hormone therapy and make yourself screwed up, basically. Um, it's, it's amazing that there is this spirit of total confusion but part of it is the church, the church's fault because the church has focused so much on shutting down people's good sexuality and real freedom of the spirit, opening up to wild visions and journeys and experiences and like, what dream did God show you? You know, youth pastors spending all their energy trying to get kids not to masturbate and just never kiss a girl in the car after a date. That's so evil. Man, I mean, all this repression has caused a generation to grow up and be completely miserable. Video game addicts, 
shut-ins, and then the next generation totally skewed and twisted and confused. And and then the media came in and said, you must now uh, totally accept transgender. So I've seen guys walk into women's restrooms because they identified as a woman. And when I spoke up about it, I was reprimanded for even talking about it. <laughs> so I walked up to a restaurant manager. I was like, uh, so yeah, so uh, I'm technically, you know, I'm, I'm a totally a guy, but I, I kind of, I identify as, as the bride of Christ in the spirit. So um, this is literally what exchange took place. But I just saw this other dude just walk into the women's restroom, not even like dressed as a woman, just walking in there, <laughs> obviously not a girl. Uh, is How is that okay? And the answer I got was, we are not allowed to discriminate about the gender preference of the blah, 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 or legal whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of stood there and blinked and was like, okay, I need to get out of here. <laughs> you know, this is really, this is not the America I left in 2008. Anyway, um, how the heck did we get off on that? Because we need to pray for some of my friends that are, are confused and I just feel helpless. Not hopeless, but in my flesh, I can't do it. I can't help all these people. Um, yeah, Kara, we got to pray. Demons are coming through my family sometimes. It's so hard. Hey, we're standing with you. You are not alone. They are weird times. But look, if you have a family member or a friend or maybe a neighbor who doesn't understand, don't lose hope. Like, there's a lot of people who do understand who are standing and fighting. And Jesus said, who are my mother, my brother, my siblings, those who do the will of God. So it's it's an everyday thing. Like, are you going to show up and be a part of the will of God today? I mean, tomorrow, if I become this super worldly person, I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm just going to back away from everything I ever said. Buy crypto and here's some stock market advice. And by the way, I've got a real estate license. Who wants to buy real estate? I don't believe in the Bible anymore. And I don't think that faith stuff is important. Freaking don't listen to me anymore. My crowns have been passed on to other people in that situation. Yeah. I mean, guys, girls, humans, if I was to say that, and be like, I identify as the bride of Christ and walk into the woman's washroom with my beard going on and just smelling like a marion and saying, you better let me in there. Oh, dear, 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 dear. I mean, you would put me in jail. But then if I stopped and I said, whoa, policeman, uh, you forgot the law has been changed. Now, in Russia, if you try that, they will kick your ass. But in America, all you have to do is have a mental problem. And you are the god of the world. Like, literally, that is the mentality and the logic of today. If you are mentally deranged, you control everything. The Bible says women and children will rule over them. Literally, that has taken place in America. And not real women and not real children. But people who say, 
you know, I'm a 57-year-old overweight dude that lives in his mom's basement, and I just decided I identify as a five-year-old little girl. I get to go to preschool. I get to sit there with the kids. The government will allow it because it's destroying the culture. Other countries, Russia and China and normal countries, even though they're not perfect, they would put you in jail. But here, to demoralize a formerly Judeo-Christian civilization, they have to make you feel stupid. Navy SEALs now do not use gender pronouns. Navy SEALs. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm all for women empowerment. But if you have a female Navy SEAL, I'm not going to maybe put her on the same level as a dude Navy SEAL. Like, you have any idea who you're dealing with? Navy SEALs. <laughs> I mean, but this is all on purpose to demoralize and lower the bar and make us not really think of our warriors as warriors anymore. Thank God in my family... We call a spade a spade, and we don't spade our mans. Oh, that was bad. Whew. Anyway, uh, Jet appreciates my work. This is like, it takes effort, but I wouldn't call this work. I would call this breathing. Hallelujah. Speaking of breathing, I can't breathe without Jesus right now. I need to take a breath of the Lord. Heavy metal style. Okay, it's not really heavy metal, but it's, it's kind of a rock band style, I guess. My head's in the So, getting back to the Bible here. The Great Tribulation. So, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. He that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. So, I got off on a jag there because I'm reading Jesus' own explanation of what can we expect as the signs of his coming and the end of the age and all that. Now, the Jews, they thought, well, everything revolves around us and Israel. And so, and it kind of did. I mean, the Bible, everything in the Bible was about Israel and it still is. But now the gospel has been preached unto all nations. And as 
kind of evil as America has become, I got to tell you that most of the missionaries and the finances for the gospel preaching have come from America. So for us to say America is all evil, babble on the horror, evil, nasty, just totally 100%, it's just not accurate, okay? So let's look at this prophecy because we're looking at Elon Musk, Neuralink, people proclaiming that they're going to put a chip in you. And it's so easy. Look, we already did it for these pigs. And now these pigs can... They're so happy. They're such happy pigs with their brain chips. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Could be the body, your human body. But this is the image. They shall make an image unto the beast. All shall worship the image or be killed. The beast Gave power to the image to speak and to kill anybody that didn't worship it. Ultimate worship of Satan. Like the masks. You're not allowed to question the mask. You're not allowed to disrespect the mask. If I walk into a store with something other than the holy mask, let's say my motorcycle helmet, which does a pretty good job covering my face in this blue state of Hawaii, full of sunshine, vitamin D. No, you need to wear the Hallelujah to Satan. Well, then they're like, you disrespected my authority. The Lord eases it all. He gives us rest from the wicked oh my gosh these wicked people are so irritating the lord gives us a great strategy to face this mark of the beast system when we see it happening when it's in the holy place so i would say for jerusalem when you see this giant idol set up in the new temple or they could just make a tabernacle or a tent It says, run. All right. This is Jesus's great, powerful advice. He says, run like frickety heck. Well, that's the Basham translation. But it could also mean the body. Once you see people getting chipped, once you see people not just spiritually identifying with the spirit of COVID, this demon called COVID, it is a demon. I have prophetic friends who have identified it as we read the um, the spirit of Abtherion, the homosexual demon, a defiant anti-God spirit actively working against faith and love. And it's it's a demon that you can rebuke and cast out of people if they're willing. This abomination will be not just a Neuralink chip. It'll be something that is is very advanced that will have the ability to usurp people's wills so that they basically lose their humanity completely. The last thing you have is your will. And Jesus says, get the frickety heck dupsity doodah out of there. When you see this thing, 
Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. So it's not like everybody in the world has. What if you're in Florida? Like, where's the nearest mountain? Maybe swim to Cuba? I mean, I've grown up in Florida partly. And uh, I remember going on a cruise ship and seeing Cuba and being like, holy crap, there's mountains there. Like, wow. Cuba has mountains? Wow, no fair. Like, Florida is all flat, and then you go to Cuba, and there's mountains. Cool. I just, I remember just staring at those in the distance and thinking, amazing. Like, I could technically swim there. I could just jump off this cruise ship, which I wasn't enjoying myself. In fact, the cruise ship was endless pizza, 24 hours a day pizza, and stuff yourself more with food. And then at nighttime, I noticed there were people like having horrible drunken brawl arguments in the hallways. I was I was really not a happy camper in that cruise ship. Um just in prayer, reading uh Bible studies and I, it was just I was in a I was in a very funky transitional state during those days, but I remember one of my walks late at night throughout the cruise ship in these endless hallways of identical little rooms, I heard a sound like a bear roaring, like a, a man, but he sounded like a bear. And I stopped and I backed up and I was like, what was that? And I looked and it happened again. It was like, <laughs> and I heard a woman scream and I was like, oh, holy shoot. And I ran to my room and my mom was awake. The kids were asleep. I'm the oldest of six kids, by the way. So this is when I was like 18. And I said, Mom, Mom, listen, there's there's something going on. And I, I opened the door and I was like, listen, listen to this room. It was like 10 doors down. And we both, we heard it again and we heard it crash. And then the door opened and my mom saw the woman run out of the, out of the cruise hotel room. And she was like, here, here, come here, come, come to our room. And the woman flew down the hallway into our room. We slammed the door. I'm holding the door shut, locking it. And the the door is like banging. This, this creature is literally like banging on our door. The woman just flew into our bathroom, sobbing. My mom is comforting her. Like we called the security guard or whatever. And this is like in the middle of my spiritual battle. Like I'm like mulling thoughts like, uh, this used to be me when I was younger and I was just meeting God. There were so many weird toxic demons that I was like, what's wrong with me? But then it would manifest outside of me in other people in other situations. So never think that the spirit war is something in your head that you're going crazy if you are really a spiritual warrior, you will experience demonic attack, but it will be things that are external that pretend that they're in your head. And then, boom, there will suddenly be this, like, amazing sign. And in this case, it was horrible. This woman, I mean, literally, it was her honeymoon. She married, I guess these people were a little bit older, and they just gotten married, and this is their honeymoon. The guy had a major alcohol problem, and he just flew in a drunken rage and tried to attack his new wife on the cruise. <laughs> so that was my fun 
little experience. But anyway, all that to tell you, there are no mountains in Florida. Um, but yeah, Repent America went to prison. Wait, what? I want to go on a cruise. No, you don't. <laughs> no. Maybe if we all go on a cruise together. Um, you know, if we went on a cruise and we had like a, uh, maybe like a, a get together, that would be fun. Jet says, that's like me right now. I'm 20. Wow, Jet, that's so cool. I'm talking to a 20 year old dude. Or lady, or however you identify. I don't want to, like, you know, assume. But I'm, I'm just reading Matthew 24. I recommend that you read the Bible for yourself. Read the Gospels. Um, just discipline yourself. Yesterday, I had another experience. The Lord had me just leave my phone at home. I took my daughter to go walking, and we went to a basketball court. And she's got so much energy and she just runs everywhere. So I took her to the basketball court, let her run around. And all I had was my Bible. And I just ended up reading the Bible and kind of, you know, what you do with the Bible is you don't just read it for your brain. You marry it. You you connect and you tattoo this thing into your innermost being. And you connect with the truth and you let the, the truth infiltrate your spirit find anything that is false in your soul and and just get rid of it and maybe you forgot to repent today oh i never forsook my sins and you're just like lord uh, for, deliver us from evil forgive us our trespasses uh oh you forgot to forgive somebody okay i forgive this person boom you know that's how the bible works not to create a guilt trip cult but to Set you free from things. Maybe you were tempted to work a seven-day week. And the Bible says, no, rest. Because if you work a seven-freaking-day week, your freaking body is going to start shutting down. I don't care what kind of work it is. The Bible instructs us to not kill ourselves for money. Rest one day a week at least. These days, you probably rest more than one day a week. Maybe like take three or four days off sometimes. But anyway, we're in a lot more trouble than just those things. The Bible says that when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, read the book of Daniel. Just It'll take you 30 minutes. Just read through that whole thing. And then if you have another hour on another day, read Revelation all the way through. Don't listen to people teaching it unless you've read it yourself a bunch of times. Then listen to teachings and but have your own notes get a journal get a fancy one get if you're a new christian get like one of these like nice like $15 $20 leather bound journals this is my birthday present you know you just read through this and write some notes and you know i had a dream speaking of the bride of christ of captain marvel of all things i don't even like that movie that much but she was teaching a class and she was reading through, or rather just turning the pages of her journal with Bible scriptures and notes and diagrams and sketches. And as she was doing it, magically, miraculously, all these little things that needed to get done were getting done. 
And when I went outside, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I went outside and I looked at the house and there was literally like this golden kind of crystalline web of like invisible threads representing a force field over the house. All this lady, which just, it made me think of Captain Marvel, but she was one of these like superhero, all encompassingly powerful entities. I think that represents the bride of Christ. And all she was doing was recounting Bible studies and prophecy books and and notes and sketches from yesteryear, cross-reference scriptures, you name it. And as she did that, problems were being solved and force fields were being created over the premises. It was pretty darn cool. Hey, Jung Sun R. We have a Chinese friend here. Jet's been listening to the actual books on YouTube. Cool. Yeah, you can do that. I mean, listening is is good. Just get it in your mind. Rest brings us into alignment, says Kara. Just listening to you guys saying that makes me want to play a few more seconds of this. Ease it all, Lord. Eases it all. Hallelujah. All right, so that's um, Ease It All by Godfrey J. Thompson. Now not a Christian singer no more, I guess, probably. Hallelujah. <laughs> well, I can speak Chinese, but I haven't done a Chinese video in a while. Lord help me. the... Get that word in you. But you know what? The main point of it is you get the word in you and then you sit down and you meditate on it and open up, learn how to channel the spirit of God, how to hear from God, how to receive his, his Rima word, how to receive visions. You're like, what? I can't do that. No, it's it's something anybody can do. Just look at the precedents. Look at other people who have done it. I mean, you can sit down and get a dream. I've had just dozens of dreams recently. Some of them have come true. I had a dream I was in North Florida, of all things. I'm like, what am I doing here? Then I got a phone call. Hey, I'm in North Florida. There's something going on in real life. I'm like, what? From someone I just never talk with. And then... We need to pray. We need to. There's witchcraft going on. There's something, and then boom! Last night, Trump gets COVID. I'm going live. I'm seeing all this witchcraft cursing against Trump. I'm just getting old. I'm not like super high level. I've just been in this world for a long time, and I'm talking about the spirit world. I've been doing this stuff. I've been searching for it. 
I'm not a Sunday only Christian. Like I wake up and I'm like, okay, I need to get my soul in gear. I'm a sinful fleshly person. I need to focus on the word some way. Even just one Bible verse per day will change your whole existence. One prayer, one moment of reaching to God in heaven instead of reaching for your cell phone to check if you got any whatever just reach out to the Lord and training yourself to do that. You know, the cell phone, this little horrible, demonic, evil precedent for the mark of the beast, which is the eye of Sauron, which is the the crystal ball that Saruman uses to talk to Sauron, the ring of power, the ring of Mordor. This thing is a temporary luxury and a crutch, which will eventually be used against you to get you to take the mark of the beast and become a slave to the New World Order and to eventually worship an image, as we just read, Matthew 24, the image, this this artificial intelligence construct that they're going to put in the third temple of Jerusalem. Solomon built a temple. David... King David, that Jesus is known as the son of David, his son Solomon built this magnificent temple, but it was kind of a cop-out. God wasn't originally that interested in a temple, but he, he works with us. David Flynn wrote a book called The Temple at the Center of Time, which I would love to read chapters of that in a soon coming broadcast. David Flynn, um, God rest his soul. He's still working in heaven. I've released videos about, I think, that he is measuring things in heaven and still obsessed with dates and distances. And that temple of Solomon was at the center of the earth. And the distances from the temple of Solomon to other locations are very interesting, to say the least. He did brilliant work, David Flynn. Peter Goodgame, who I've been seeing every once in a while, and talking with actually met David Flynn and was blessed by him during Peter's earlier uh, steps. Yeah. Have a Bible bike and lots of water. All right, Kara. Yeah. Well, I got my motorcycle, but I need to get maybe. Yeah. Jet. It's scary to see this play out. You know what? It's okay because we are not alone in this. If you were alone, and even if you're no way to contact and there's no internet, you are not ever alone. Like, there's no organized group I can point you to. But I know that the Holy Spirit brings us into these communities or just having a friend here, a friend there, and we formulate a triangulated constellation like stars. Stars don't merge together and, like, have solar systems of like five stars. That would be useless. A star has planets, but then a star can be in alignment with another star. Who knows what star our star is in alignment with? Maybe there's stars that we don't even know about. Why are there constellations? What about our star? What constellation is our star a part of? What planet looks at our sun and sees it as a constellation of a weird collection of stars we don't know actually probably somebody knows but that's something for a next layer of destiny 
look, you guys listening, you are stars. You are wisdom fountains. You who connect with God in any way, shape, or form, and who can put up with somebody like me for more than two seconds, and who are hungry to know more about the Word of God and the the life of faith, you are a shining star wherever you are, and you don't ever need to be afraid of not having, I don't have a church, or my family doesn't understand. Nobody gets me. I just feel so alone. When you are seeking the truth and receiving it and pulling it into yourself, that friction and energy and that chemical reaction is like nuclear explosions, which a star is just endless nuclear explosions, just constantly just jetting out emissions of crazy powers and electromagnetics and light and fire and energy and God knows what else. Information, too. We haven't learned how to judge that information yet. I'm sure the angels do. I'm sure that someday we'll learn how to tune into every star and channel the information that is jutting out besides just the life-giving light, but whatever information, like a radio signal, and by the way, it is called astrology, if you want to know what it is, but there's unfortunately a lot of fallen stars, and we're not supposed to worship the stars or the angels behind the stars broadcasting, or the planets for that matter. Yes, indeed, most likely space has been partially captured by the Dark Ones. And that is one more destiny for, as Jerry Lee, the Manifestor Yada, would call the destinata, to go and to inhabit and to bring the gospel and the order and the law of God into the heavens, into the cosmos. One of the positions that those who follow God most likely will be is to inhabit and to take hold of the thrones that the fallen angels have usurped. And taken over as Lucifer rebelled, he took one-third of heaven with him, most likely in these constellations. Because it's all about stopping mankind from achieving this next step where we're going to leave our planet, we're going to get space stations and build star bases and go to other planets and bring the gospel of the kingdom with us. Guys, there's already been Star Wars spaceships. There's derelict, four-kilometer-long, cigar-shaped crashed thousands and thousands of year old spaceships on the dark side of the moon in craters. There's stuff that just doesn't fit in any science textbook, but the evidence, the photographic evidence is out there. I used to be much better at this research, but I've gone on there and I've looked at NASA's own website and seen where they had the original picture of this crater on the moon. And then there was this Google image of that crater, and the Google image had scrubbed it out. But if you went to the original NASA photo from 1968 or whatever, boom, there was the giant weird tube thing sticking out of the crater, impossibly, with a, sh- with a shadow. I mean, something four kilometers long, like the size of Manhattan almost. A very big thing. Just look up the, uh, if you can't find it, I'll do another report on it someday, but... Just the fact is, there's stuff out there. There's crazy stuff, bros. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not reading the comments. I'm sorry. I, I did a bad thing. Let me play the song while I read your comments, you brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Through a wild outcome.
Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. I met Godfrey once, and he's so cool with his little hat and like his cool family in San Antonio. Cool guy. No, really, I, I really appreciate him. Listening to some uh, good old missionary music. So, Repent America logos to live in unity. Bless you. Also, not fitting in. That's the way. I only talk to people who don't fit in. People who fit in, I'm like, yeah, I can share with you a little bit of stuff. Kara's talking about a bright star with different colors. Okay, so the reason that if you see a star flashing like that, that is literally the atmosphere of Earth interfering with the light of of a sun that is so far away, but the light is reaching us. But I guess it's not strong enough to completely surpass our atmosphere. So you see it flashing, usually at the horizon. And you'll notice if you have an app that shows you which stars are planets, right now you can super, super clearly see Jupiter and Saturn. It's Actually, there's an amazing alignment of all the planets right now this last few months, which is not very surprising. Jesus talks about you can discern the signs in the sky. Why can't you discern the signs of the times? In fact, I think. Okay, well, Matthew 24, we'll get into that so we can read it. But I recommend if I don't even finish Matthew 24, that you read Matthew 24 regularly. Get it in your head. I know people who have memorized Matthew 24 and they can just quote the whole thing. In one breath, well, maybe a few breaths, but um, Matthew 24 is the coming chapter of world history, guys. Now, the interesting thing to finish, Kara, is that if you look at a planet, you will see that planets do not twinkle. Twinkle, twinkle little stars are the really far away stars, and that is a, apparently it's a chemistry reason, but who knows. By the way, I don't believe in flat earth. Oh my gosh, I was listening to somebody that I used to love listening to and he's totally into flat earth and his spirit and his countenance and his his teachings had totally shifted. Even though he had hundreds of people listening to him live, it was like, oh no, no, how the mighty have fallen. Jet, I was just thinking of fountains, of how you're overflowing with knowledge and encouragement. Well, I don't know, but uh, thank you, Jet. I'm, I can't listen to myself. I'm... Just all over the place, but if you guys can put up with me, I've been around and I heard a lot, and uh, trying to boil it all down is the trick. It's like there's so much going on, there's so much to say about everything, and then you just, at some point, you just want to chill. Like, even at a certain age where you would think, well, now I'm going to drive the coolest car. No, actually, I used to drive much cooler cars than the car I drive now. But I'm kind of proud of my old Toyota because I've been fixing it up. I've been learning how to fix a car. I I feel proud of that, even though it leaks it leaks oil like crazy, but it drives good. Um, I'm still a missionary at heart, and I need the Bible. I read the Bible to get fed, not just to teach, to give myself pride because, oh, my gosh, I'm such a good Bible teacher. So it embarrasses me if somebody says like, "Oh my gosh, you know, you're you got that." I'm like, "Oh gosh, you have no idea. Like I'm just a mess." But if God can use me, 
holy cow, he can use you way better. So get started today. Lori K., what's your take on machines and demons in the sky? What? There are lots of these Skywatcher channels. It's very scammers. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant to write. <laughs> that sounds like very scammers to me, too. But um, <laughs> machines and demons in the sky, uh, it reminds me of very interesting, famous, but probably deleted video by now. Uh, there was this guy that figured out how to record video through his telescope very accurately. And somebody needs to find a way to do this. Like, why aren't there more YouTube channels with telescopes that are being recording the, you know, the, the video of whatever they're seeing? You know, a live video of Saturn. Kind of, you know, a bulge of the rings around Saturn. Why aren't there more videos live streaming the moon? Well, this guy figured out that if you pointed your telescope at certain stars around them, you would find that there were spaceships actually orbiting the Earth in super deep space orbit. And these ships were just gigantic, but they were not visible to the human eye because they were always positioned according to the positioning of the Earth and the stars to wherever the stars were. But they were there. I mean, not on every star there was a giant spaceship, but oftentimes you would find one parked. And that kind of makes sense because rather than spend whatever you would need to cloak your ship, what if you just sort of figured out, like, all right, if we just, like, go into this orbit, you know, about 100,000 miles out, and it looks like this really bright star... Nobody's probably going to see us. Well, this guy started to record these things, and it really legitimately looks like they could be real. And they're kind of vague looking, but you're like, whoa. I mean, if you look at the space station, the International Space Station from the Earth, it looks kind of weird. Like, it looks like, huh, what is that? But if you know what the space station looks like, you're like, oh, yeah, that's the space station. But the light's kind of fuzzy, and you can't really make out what you're seeing unless you know what you're seeing. Well, these images, these videos were of these really interesting, complicated looking objects, which sometimes they would transform. They would do all kinds of stuff. Now I don't get into aliens 24 hours a day, but it is in the back of my mind all the time. In fact, I was walking around a mansion today, a friend's mansion, and I was helping out doing some, little handyman things here and there as a as kind of a a favor and it suddenly occurred to me that a lot of people who encounter aliens are psychically brainwashed as they're seeing them to not see them yeah so it would be like if you're watching my youtube channel right now but then i'm psychically telling you that you're not watching my youtube channel you're just staring at you know a blank screen and your brain flickers and thinks I'm staring at a blank screen. But then later on, you're like, wait, no, why would I do that? And then you're like, hold on, what was I doing again? And you just, you can't quite remember. And then maybe you go to a hypnotherapist and then he unlocks that part of your memory 
which is really just helping you get through whatever blockages. I mean, you should be able to not hypnotize yourself, but get through to that memory if you learn the techniques. And um, you realize, like, holy cow, like, I was literally watching this crazy guy in his garage talking, reading the Bible and mentioning giant spaceships in deep orbit around the Earth. What was that guy's name? That guy that filmed those? Anyway, so I I do kind of keep tabs on some of these alien abduction testimonies just because there's so many, so many of them, and they're all corroborated. They're all, like, in alignment. And um, what Jesus talked about was false Christ, false prophets. They shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he, that's Jesus, is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. Because there will be false Christ's false returns of Christ. These gray aliens show up with a Nordic guy with long hair. Behold, I am Jesus. You run back to your house. Mom, dad, grandma, uncle, dog. Uh, I met Jesus. He's in the woods. He's in this this uh, this spaceship surrounded by gray aliens and this mantis guy and, and a, a reptoid. Yeah, it's definitely him. I mean, how else would he have done that? And maybe grandma read this, Matthew 24, and she's like, Jesus said, do not believe anybody that tells you Jesus is hiding in the forest or in the cave or in the desert. Guys, this is happening today. People are meeting these things, and they're being told that it's Jesus. Jet says, I saw someone like that who was capturing the moon. Oh, cool. And it had a weird effect, like a ripple in space on the moon and caught a ship with three thrusters? What? Whoa, we need to get that um, documented. I mean, we are right now, but I would like to hear more details. Family K, clouds are covering the machines, they say. The demons, they say. You really can see faces. What? Yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like a Doctor Who episode. A lot of Doctor Who. Gosh. A lot, a lot of Doctor Who is like real stuff, guys. It's cool we have some Doctor Who watchers. I didn't even know what Doctor Who was until, like, what's this? And then I realized, like, oh, my gosh, like everything I talk about is on Doctor Who. Oh, boy. Hello. So Jet says, those great miracles will be possible once they announce aliens and the singularity of AI hits. You are paying attention, Jet. Man, to know this stuff and to be 20 years old, you are in a different universe than I was when I was 20. I didn't have internet at all. I mean, I would go to the internet, use it at the library, and then I would just wander off. With my Bible, just, wow. I mean, you know, distractions abound, insecurities abounded. My hair isn't good enough to go to the cool party with the cool kids. I don't got enough money to buy all the cool CDs at Tower Records. Someday when I grow up, I will buy so many CDs and my apartment will be full of them. And then people will know that I have achieved cool. 
That was literally a thought that I used to think. But um, now clubbing is considered outdated. Even a few years ago, before COVID, it was like, ew, you stay up till 6 a.m. going to clubs? Boring. I'd rather just hang out with my friends at home and just chill and watch stupid YouTube videos. Already the millennials have a kind of a good sense on their head compared to people that were cool back in my day. I guess my day isn't really over yet, but there's people who think, man, I'm cool if I just have a cool haircut. I own lots of CDs and my things look cool. And It's, such, it's just insecurities. And when you get older, oh, my house is the best and my car is cool. And well, guess what? I got this much money. Ugh, what a weariness to grow up and to see how insecure those people are. And yet, I'm not against rich people or, you know, people creating stuff, writing books, making movies. I'm just saying that there is a higher way. And the Bible shows you the highest way. If you live your life investing in the Word of God and your identity in this book, the trade-offs will be paramount to you don't just own a property you automatically are given ownership over multiple countries and continents and planets keys of giant city-sized spaceships i mean being faithful with the little things and the littlest things are did you give a cup of water to that one your brother in the name of a disciple Okay, well, you're not going to lose your reward. There is a tally for what you did in the name of discipleship, brotherhood, kingdom of God. Do the thing, you know, wash your clothes, wash your dish after you use it, love your family. You know, don't fight your family. The fight is outside. Keep the peace in your house. But don't live for your house don't live for even your your name or your finances or your career or your education don't live for that you put your life in god and the bible you will be rewarded very richly and then by the way also you'll have room in your life to handle all the alien invasion stuff all the cloning stuff it's all coming out now guys i mean now basically we're finding out that and it hasn't been proven, but there's there's pretty reliable sources that um, a lot of the riots and the meltdowns and the burning cities. Well, guess what? There's some clones out there. My goshy gollies. Never could have thought it. Fam K, you're so right. Wish I was better back than hindsight. Hey, well, whatever age you are at, this is the day to follow Jesus. Solidor 33, amen. Used to shop at Tower Records. I don't know if that even exists anymore. Is Tower Records out of business? Jet, he went on the Tinfoil Hat podcast, if you know what that is. Okay, I'll have to check it out. Oh, Crow777. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. Haven't done a lot of listening of those shows, but um, I do indulge in Beyond Creepy sometimes. He's got some really interesting testimonies. I like to kind of get out of the, like, the what's everybody's talking about and get into stuff that hey here's a weird story that nobody ever saw like this is beyond weird 
not just for creepy factor, but like what's out there? Like, I just want to know what's out there, you know? Yeah. No, you don't know. Yeah, that's okay. Anyway, um, kind of skimming through Matthew 24, but it needs to be happening. So how does Jesus show up as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west? So shall also the Son of Man's coming be, the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there the eager eagers, the eager eagles, the eagles be gathered together. Kind of like when you see a carcass and you see like vultures circling it. Ever seen that? In Florida, you see that a lot. So apparently it's going to be kind of like that. Hmm. I was always mystified by that verse. Verse 28. Why does it say that wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. I thought that was kind of a weird verse, but apparently it means when you see a dead carcass in the desert, you'll see vultures gathering around, and that's going to be kind of what it looks like. So Jesus was explaining stuff that he saw in his meditative prayer, communing with the Father, going into the Spirit, seeing things, and he was conveying things to us And he wouldn't tell us everything because he was like, you guys can't handle everything that I see. But he would tell us some things. And when the disciples asked him exactly what would happen, oh, Jesus, you know what? And in private. So Jesus told them this stuff privately. This is not a sermon. And by the way, you can also look up, I keep saying Matthew 24. You can also look up Luke 21, verse 5. Mark 13, verse 1. Right, the Spirit's getting ready to take their soul to hell or heaven. It could be... (laughs) 33, cellar doors, laughing about something. Um, It's basically the shape of the angels or the clouds of the Spirit coming down receiving us, the coming of the Son of Man, will look like that. So he was sharing that vision that he had immediately after the tribulation of those days. So this is the three and a half years of tribulation, the end of the seven years. So immediately, the sun shall be darkened, the moon shall not give her light, the stars shall fall from heaven. Major, major, major star falls, guys. The sky is falling. The powers of heaven shall be shaken because basically the government of the stars is losing its power. I mean, the bride of Christ ascending, being raptured, equals the loss of not just... We're always talking about Satan this and Lucifer that. And, well, you understand that that's like a whole government, right? Like, Satan is being chained down to this planet, but he's still got one-third of heaven controlling Probably most of the stars. That's why God just says, you know what? Just don't get into astrology. Just, you can maybe hear, like I listen to people who talk about what other astrologers are mentioning. But I don't directly go in and just suck down what's the astrological thing for today. I don't even like thinking about people's star signs too much. It just, it's... 
I don't know. It's it's okay, but it's like obsessing about your race or obsessing about your genealogy. It it's real, but it's not the ultimate identity of who you are. And indeed, fallen angels govern some of these stars. I just that's me talking, not the Bible, but I just more and more I think about it why God tells us not to focus and worship on the stars. They're out there and they have influence, but they are a temporary power and we are going to replace them. So what if I told you you're going to be the president of Google in 2025? So get ready. Maybe you learn some code, something. But what if after I told you that you were like, man, Google is just the most amazing thing ever. I just worship everything Google does. I just feel subservient to Google. Well, you're not going to be a very good president of Google if you're like a little foot slave to Google, right? So that's why Jesus is telling us, don't worship the stars. Don't, you know, follow what the astrological prognostrators or whatever. The Bible has all these different words, the magicians, the witches. Don't get into that. Um, You are destined. If you fulfill your destiny... I'm not Darth Vader, but I'm saying, like Darth Vader, God is saying, Join me, and you will become masters of the galaxy. We will rule the universe. Luke, I am your father. Join the dark side. I'm not kidding. There's like a cockroach that just got freaked out because I was screaming just now. Cellar door says I'm funny in a good way. I g- I'm glad I'm not in a bad way. Funny. I'm t- I'm not kidding. Like this cockroach just responded to my voice. He was like, "Is he serious? Can I join the dark side?" <laughs> no. I'm saying Star Wars is upside down. Star Wars makes the empire evil and the rebels good. Actually, the empire of the universe is heaven. And Darth Vader is their version of Jesus. It's it's how Lucifer perceives Jesus. Kind of like they tell you Trump is evil. They turn everything true upside down. And so a lot of people, even though if you actually look at what Trump is doing, it's the most amazing thing ever. Stopping abortion all over the place. Confusing all the efforts of the Illuminati and garbage. But idiots... Even rich people, sorry, but they don't have any clue because they believe the New York Times as the word of God. They don't read the Bible. The Bible doesn't matter to them. They don't read alternative news. They just believe whatever looks good and feeds their ego. And I can't say that to those people, but it's just true. I mean, that's why most people are asleep. Don't worry about them. They don't count in what we're doing. They have no idea what we're doing. You know, like if you're a nerd, as much as I am, Zelda and Link in Zelda 64 in the garden and Gandorf is looking over. Gandorf. I can't believe they named the bad guy that. Gandorf. They couldn't spell Gandorf. Gandolf. Gandorf. <laughs> um, and Zelda tells Link, she's like, don't worry, they have no idea what we are planning, and Link is planning to get the Triforce back in a time travel adventure to the Temple of Time. Hello? 
somebody was probably reading David Flynn back in 1998, Temple at the Center of Time. Gosh, I want to kill that cockroach so bad. The rain always makes these guys come out. I don't know. Jet, bless you. The cellar door. That cockroach has been chilling with you for a bit. I didn't want to scare you. Have you guys actually seen the cockroach? That's horrifying. <laughs> You're actually looking at the screen. You shouldn't be looking at the screen this whole time. You should be like doing something else. Jet, I've always wondered if certain fallen angels are in control of certain things like drugs, rituals, like Moloch is the entity of child sacrifice. Man, you know a lot. Cellar door agrees with you, Jet. Um, yeah, like think about it like this. Like how many lies are we dealing with? Okay, there's global warming, there's abortion, there's BLM, Antifa, uh, racism. Dear transgender, there's too many things that make me feel weary just to think about them. So, yeah, would one politician control those things? Does George Soros sit down and direct everything? No, he just like writes checks. <laughs> um, does one Rockefeller or Rothschild direct? No, these are also just pawns, puppets. Does one devil control the immigration of all the radicalized Muslim terrorists into London and other European countries to rape Swedish women? And then also at the same time, the media to whitewash and say, it's fine. Of course not. Satan's kingdom is not divided. Satan's kingdom works in unison under the terror and the fear of their Lord and master, Satan. Soon to be Lucifer Christ in their eyes to give the power to the beast from the dragon. So it all works in unison, and it might as well be from certain star systems, certain extraterrestrial entities, mostly extra dimensional. So even if we found out that there was like a planet for Moloch, it wouldn't mean that Moloch's planet is where Moloch comes from. There is an extra dimensional side to things. And it might be something that someday science will prove, like the quantum realm will prove dark matter exists through the stars conversation between the Moloch planet and our star system. I don't know. All I know is that I've been standing out in the sun a lot recently, and I've been feeling the effect of the sun on my spirit, not just my body, not just my soul. I'll get into that later. But thank you guys for listening. I, I know we got more to read. So, hallelujah. You know, Jet, there is a place in your life where you should just put everything that you're perceiving with your jelly meat sacks or eyeballs, the ears, which are so fallible, which can lose their hearing so easily. The mind, which can be affected by a professor that gives you these textbooks or by a friend who says, hey, let's do some LSD and trip out. And where if you don't have a firm grasp of the word of God, where you should, 
just put everything on hold and just look at the Bible as the only reality for a while. Just understand there still is such a thing as reality and testable, provable data. And uh, (laughs) there are real events that take place. Oh, you just, oh, wow. I've never done LSD and mushrooms, but at least you've seen that stuff. So whenever uh, you're in that dimension through drugs and you're being intimately integrated and aware of that stuff, you're being made to be made aware of it. Remember that experience and take that with you when you read the Bible. No, you know, I mean, you can drink some coffee and put on some music and there's ways to get into those algorithms, those uh, states of consciousness without having to use a really powerful drug. It's like if I drank like a half bottle of whiskey to feel relaxed instead of just maybe sipping on some and then doing my thing. There are slower ways of easing into stuff. And the Bible is, uh, you have to be able to actually read the words I'm doing this broadcast. I'm actually doing video, audio, sound, uh, lighting, technical stuff, looking at the frame rates, seeing if the streams are all active, checking comments. I mean, I've got like a lot going on here. If I was doing LSD or smoking a pot, you know, smoking a weed, smoking the, the doogies, the pololos, I wouldn't be able to do this. Even though it might be entertaining, but I would be like, Dude, what's going on again? Who's my name? I'm more concerned about who that cockroach is, where he is. So there might be a place for using it a little bit once everything's going and, and you can tap in, but you don't the point is you don't need that stuff to know. I don't have to feel awake to drive a car with a big slurp of espresso, I can just drive my car and know that I'm still going to get there. I just think coffee is nice. If I can handle my coffee, great. But if you can't handle it, I wouldn't do it. And I think that it's, it's really playing with fire to just say, Hey, let's just do the drugs. Coming into the presence of Jesus and the truth and the knowledge of his goodness and reading For instance, the first chapter of Colossians or the book of Ephesians, reading some Psalms and tapping into God. It doesn't matter if you feel it. It's just real. God is more real than all this other garbage. So, yeah. So just tune everything out. Don't listen to every YouTube channel. Don't even listen to me. Just read the Bible. Listen to it yourself and find pure, clean spiritual waters that invigorate you. They're out there. God will lead you to those sources. There are bubbling brooks that are full of clean, life-giving waters. Sometimes we come to the Lord and we're in like a baby state. We just need to drink as a milkies. And he will give that to you. And other times you're like, man, I need steak, potatoes. He'll give you that steak and potatoes because we need both. And in the end, it's the intimacy with Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, coming into the Trinity, the family of God, and understanding that once you are married into God, then it's like if you married into the Trump family, 
and you actually, you know, you were good. I don't know about Jared, but whatever. Anyway, you might find yourself president one day. You might find yourself in charge of large portions of the country. That's how the kingdom of God works. It's all about family. All right, let's finish uh, Matthew 24 here because I'm just getting off track. I'm going to jump ahead. The day and the hour knoweth no man. Verse 36. No, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. That is Galilean marriage rituals. Nobody knows when the day or the hour that the marriage is going to happen. It's a it's a tradition. The Father is the only one who knows. But as the days of Noah were, when Noah was around... So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark. So eating, drinking, there's rituals going on, there's partying, but also there may have been actually giants and uh, some kind of weird cannibalism stuff happening and knew not until the flood came and took them all away so shall also the coming of the son of man be oops so it's it's like that right now i mean just because your boss at work doesn't know what's going on doesn't mean you should be like oh well it's fine your boss at work probably doesn't read the Bible, doesn't know what's happening. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. So at this point, we who are in the world and working or, you know, with family, and when the rapture comes, Jesus shows up and there's two women grinding at the mill, you know, making wheat, making bread. One is taken, the other left. It just happens, just like all of a sudden. Watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. This is, guys, this is an everyday thing. It's not just, well, today I'm going to be a Christian and tomorrow new. Yeah, Jet, you think about that verse as being Nephilim. Um... The Nephilim spirits are here, guys. I mean, it's probably clones and demon suits doing stuff. So marrying, I mean, what's gay marriage all about? I mean, it's obviously, they don't really care about gays. It's changing the meaning of marriage and getting people into this idea that, well, anybody can get married and everybody has rights. And uh, yeah, we need to let these guys, let the angels marry in. Let the fallen angels, the Nephilim, let cannibalism be legalized. That's also a Nephilim thing, cannibalism. I don't know. I'm leaving that up to multiple meanings for verse 38. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, 
whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Guys, we are the servants of God. We are the ones householding over God. When I was sweeping the kitchen today, I had a vision today of this is my house, saith the Lord. You are keeping it for me. Let me get back into that in just a second. I'll be right back. I'm not done yet. I should be dead now, but we're going into the two hours. But hallelujah, Jesus is still here, and so are you. So let's keep going. Okay, this is the nice song by Godfrey, but I want to play this song. It's called Beyond Me. And this is a song that we used to make fun of all the time. It's so funny. Just listen to it, and then I'll tell you why. (laughs) It's so cheesy.
Yeah. Hey, Aunt Barry. Why doesn't Trump use this song instead of the Rolling Stones? So the previous song was um, Beyond Me. <laughs> it's like this. I don't understand it. I just do not get it. I can't figure it out. And of course, he's talking about God's love, and he's like, "Your love for me." And then he, but he keeps saying how he doesn't understand it. So my friends and I, we used to joke about this song and be like, <laughs> "Just if you took out the Lord's love, it was just like a song about being confused." <laughs> I don't get anything. I don't understand it. I just cannot figure it. It's only funny if you were there. All right, so we are continuing on into the spirit war here. It's late at night here in Hawaii. It's been like a 50-hour day. If you could make a 50-hour day, we did it. But uh, there's some really diehard people listening, getting Joe. And uh, I know people are accusing me of going too long. I just... I just don't understand it. How could you guys listen to this? Why don't you have anything better to do? It's beyond me. Okay, if you're late night playing games... You know we're here for you still for a few more minutes. Oh, it's two it's two fifteen in California. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening and, and putting up with us. And we are broadcasting actually for the Fringe Radio Network. The podcast will go out everywhere as soon as I turn this thing off. It will go to iHeartRadio. It will go to a million different podcasting platforms. And so that's what we're doing is um, we're just trying to put some truth out there, some scriptures, some encouragement, just, you know, putting things into perspective because the truth is we're in a lot more trouble than just, oh, what if Trump dies from COVID? Um, Yeah, we're in a lot more trouble than that. Uh, Guys, there's been uh, a lot of interdimensional activity, not just alien abductions. That's just one thing. That's like obsessing over whether mermaids are real or not, which they probably are. It doesn't really pay to spend your whole life searching for mermaids. Maybe it does, actually. I shouldn't say that. But the point is, the best thing you can do is seek the Lord every day, no matter what else you're doing. Seek the Lord. Seek his face. Seek his will for your life. Maybe you think you want to do X, Y, and Z. And the Lord says, go ahead, try. But he has um, the Joseph ministry planned for you. Or the Spirit Wars ministry, which is, in my case, you know. Or he's got something totally random that nobody's ever thought of before planned for you. Nobody else can actually do what you are destined and meant to do. So if you would just go ahead and do that thing, you will receive a reward for doing it. The Lord has it in his mind for you to do it. And it's it's all about seeking him. I've 
went back to some old journals and, and prophecies, and he always tells me to forsake my physical, fleshly, carnal, mental understanding of this reality and what I can tangibly do and to seek him and to open the portals, open the doors lay aside my own will and this, 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 this everything, just give him the keys sign here, okay, I pledge to believe in you and take my life over, Lord whatever it takes, prayer Lord, whatever it takes, help me to serve you that kind of stuff desperate for Jesus, knowing that your own carnal mind and flesh and desire of your flesh not the true you but just the flesh eh, I'm hungry I'm gonna eat a whole box of Cheetos wait they don't put Cheetos in boxes but whatever eh, I want to do whatever selfishly even though I know it's bad and Lord supersede that don't let that be me let me be with you and let me live with you and I'll tell you, a lot of gurus and prophets like Ian Clayton, for example, they've let it slip out that they're doing things in other alternate realities, planets, universes, you name it, with other bodies. And the number is five for how many bodies you can bilocate at the same time. Or should we say quintuple locate? Yeah, quint locate. So forget just bilocation, quintlocation, quintuple location is the way to go. You got a body on Venus, you got a body on Mars, you got a body on uh, one of Jupiter's moons, Saturn's moons, and of course you got your Earth body. They're all doing good stuff, hopefully. That's basically the most down-to-earth description of what I can tell you that Ian Clayton was talking about before he got sick. Pray for Ian. He hasn't been talking very much recently. But I'm saying that that is stuff that we can access just through faith. I mean, I've talked with people who have reported to having been on other planets and in recurring dreams that did not make sense, except that they were probably being taken, a part of their soul probably removed, transplanted into a clone or whatnot. And living their life out on Mars, doing monotonous manual labor on a Martian moon, Martian base every night, or at least multiple times per week, and it never made sense. The monotony and the, the arrogance of the other people on the base and, uh, and trying to escape from there. I mean, just amazing stuff. I don't know if I can really tell you more details about this individual but I meet some of these people I don't know where they come from they're just like the people that you just find that are just there's something about them that is alive and yet dealing with very strange things and they don't have anybody that they can talk to about those things but then when you talk to them they're like okay I can talk to you about those things isn't that kind of weird and sad and cool at the same time alright so I was just playing uh, 
beyond me. Which I guess I could eventually find the website. I think I closed it. But uh, newbeat.org. They have like a million songs that you've never heard. Some of them are really cheesy. Some of them are really good. And some of them are in between. Newbeat.org. Beyond me. The media is a terrorist organization. That's right. And our government too. Yeah. He's part of those dark forces. He's their king. Yeah. You guys are keeping me going. This is really, we're going past the limit. Like, we're already two hours in. Nobody listens to a show past two hours. Especially if it's just one guy. But you guys are the reason you go forever. So many topics to cover. We got through a lot of Matthew 24 tonight. But be ready. God, Jesus, the Son of Man, is coming in an hour as ye think not. All right, so it's not the year. We're going to know the year. We're going to kind of know the month. But the day and the hour, we're not really going to know. So remember, when in Galilee, when you have a wedding, people know that there's a wedding happening. Like, they're all aware, and they're all supposed to be... The bride is supposed to go to bed with her wedding dress on every night. So you kind of get an idea of, like, maybe the week, even. Jesus just said that the hour and the day knoweth no man. Matthew 24, verse 36. What are the wedding garments? The righteousness of God. It's not, I'm a great pastor. I didn't do the thing. I didn't do the evil thing, but I'm a great pastor. I did so many good things for God. But, yeah, you were never really intimate with Jesus. You never really communed with him and received his identity and his blood, his DNA, his communion. The true oneness with God. You didn't lay aside even your ministry. I mean, it could be with me, too. I could be like, oh, I'm Michael Basham. I have, you know, I got 20,000 people following me on X, Y, and Z on the Internet. Whatever. Which, I mean, it accounts to just maybe... If you have 20,000 subscribers, usually you maybe just have a few hundred people follow a bunch of things. So when you say, oh, 20,000, it doesn't really make a huge difference. But if that was my identity and my faith, if I go to bed thinking, well, or 2 million or 2 billion, whatever. But Jesus shows up and he's like, hey, I'm your Lord. What did you do to prepare for me coming? And I'm like, well, my life is full of mess, and I really haven't taken care of a million things. Um, You want to be ready for Jesus to show up. You want to go to bed wearing his righteousness and acknowledging, okay, in my life, there's no way for me to really ever be good enough for Jesus, for God, for his kingdom to face God I acknowledge that and I look at my Lord who died who was tortured and killed in the most brutal way possible and I look at him I look upon him who was pierced for my sake I might not be able to identify with this kind of amazing God person but if there is a friend who spent a lot of time 
in my life kind of walking with me and saying, hey, what are you doing? And telling me things and, and just being a companion day after day. I mean, I don't know if Jesus in his flesh life would come and barge into your house and be like, hi, I'm Jesus. You know, I'm here to clean your toilet. I don't think that's how he did it. But he was a man's man, working hard. I don't know if he was a good carpenter or not. I'm working with a good carpenter. Peter Goodgame, good carpenter. I feel like Jesus may have kind of escaped every once in a while and gone to pray with his father and had a vision of meeting with an angel or a, a prophet or a saint in the spirit. I have a feeling like Jesus was getting in trouble a lot. <laughs> There's a reason we don't know about Jesus' career because it was kind of probably a little bit embarrassing. It was like, yeah, Jesus, he was that carpenter's son. He was always tripping off. He was always spaced out. What was he doing? Or do you think Jesus was just that guy that just put his back into everything he did and he just didn't look back? He didn't... I don't know. I, Whenever I have to work and I can't listen to podcasts and I can't disengage and meditate, I just have to push in and I've got some taskmaster standing over me and whipping me. It's not good. But I have a feeling like things were a little bit different back then than they are now. Our, our world system has become much more slave oriented so I believe Jesus in Galilee in Nazareth Nazareth by the way has to do with uh, the meaning of Nazareth when they said Jesus the Nazarene if you listen to Liz Walker's sermon has to do with, with setting people free or something like that so whenever they criticize Jesus the Nazarene actually that word Nazarene had a, a meaning that was prophetic that was beautiful forget which word the prince of peace or uh, shoot but anyway that's a revelation never heard anybody else talk about and barry says cursed be the man that trusted in man that's right isaiah that's right brother donald trump master mason a master builder the seed of cain dragon spirits apollo not cyrus image on special edition Jerusalem coin as Cyrus, but he is anti-Cyrus. Well, I hope not, but you never know. Not gonna be paranoid about that, but you never know. Thank you guys on Twitch. We're also broadcasting on DLive, Periscope, Facebook, which has banned us pretty much. By the way, this month, they're gonna let you use Facebook, but the people that are gonna read what you post on Facebook is gonna be very diminished. Like, you know how they fact check? It's going to be like that, except fact checkers also have the ability to limit how many people can see what you shared. So, get ready, man. I mean, just don't trust in any of these platforms. We're broadcasting on the Fringe Radio Network, Spreaker, and we have our own platforms. Small as they are, but we own them. Hallelujah. Warning others. Amen. M. Barry. Cool. Be a watchman. Look, I'm not in the Trump cult. I just... You know that saying, the enemy of my enemies is my friend? Like, for now, we're working with Trump because he's destroying so many, so many big demons that we've been fighting for decades. And um, I'm not going to be surprised if something horrible comes out tomorrow. I'm not going to lose my faith over that. 
some people might lose their faith if they lose their guru. You know, I know a lot of people that they look up to people a lot. And, and that's one reason I don't want to make myself into somebody big and strong and powerful and look up to me. There's a lot more judgment in that. And I already feel it just with a little bit of audience that we have. I already feel the sense of pressure from like, oh my gosh, somebody's counting on me. I want to throw the ball in, into your court and say, look, you take this, run with this. You are the leader. You, and not, I'm not saying of me, like, let's tell Michael what to do. I've had people that are like, here's what you got to do with your show. Okay, man. Fine. You're probably right, but I just, you know, I've got to follow God. But I'm saying you start a show, you start a website, you get out of Facebook, you get out of those things. Maybe we can do a shared site. I've done shared blogs. I've done shared channels, YouTube channels, you name it. We can work together. But amen. We are to look forward, M. Barry. And um, amen. Matthew 24 and Matthew actually bleeds into Matthew 25 about the foolish virgins. These are all, by the way, very interestingly, Galilean marriage rituals. And what I really wanted to get to is the love of God. But I'm going to need to play a song to really get into that. And then we will talk about Jesus a little bit more. But for now, turn your eyes upon Jesus and know that he loves you so much. I love this song, but actually, I want to play a different song. In a Take my love to get it all 
Hallelujah. Well, that's another song, Intoxicated, also from newbeat.org. If you guys want to download those songs, there's some really good songs there. I've spent years listening to that stuff, and it, it really helped my spirit. Cellar Door 33. My intimate relationship with my creator is the most important to me. Without that, I'd be lost. Well, guys, how do you maintain your intimate relationship with the creator? I would like to know because this day and age, you got to be very eclectic. you got to be really fluid and, and shifting to adapt to each situation where God wants to engage with you. I noticed that the book of Matthew 24 kind of bleeds into a bunch of parables. And um, it bleeds into the virgins. And it bleeds into the parable of the talents. You know, how some people were given more talents than others. And Jesus says, watch, therefore, you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Now, if you have great faith in the word of God, you will be able to see that you can take the word very literally to the word. And that's how Jesus read the word. And Jesus quoted it almost beyond just what logically made sense. He would take it even deeper into ways that were mystical, which most people can't understand. And so at the very least, we can at least read the Bible and read what is written. And it says, Jesus said, no man knows the day or the hour. Well, it doesn't mean no man knows the week or the month or the year. All right. So at some point, we're going to know around which time. I, I think what that means is there's going to be about a week of time where the covenant will be signed maybe in secret, maybe publicly, but it will be dubious as to when the seven-year covenant was signed. And so that will set in the heavens a kind of a clockwork, like a, a time attack mode thing where it's it's on. It's three and a half years plus three and a half years. It's, it's the last seven years. And yet... No man will know the day or the hour. So we're going to be like marking our calendars. We're going to be like, uh, all right, this peace treaty was definitely signed in the last few days or the last week, maybe a couple weeks, maybe a couple, maybe three weeks, maybe a couple months. I don't know, but follow what Jesus said. He said, no man knows the day or the hour. He didn't say no man knoweth the week or no man knoweth the month. I might be wrong on this. I'm not trying to start a new thing. I'm just saying we're getting up to that point. I mean, any day now, a covenant could be signed. A peace treaty could be signed. Remember, the Antichrist sets up a, a peace treaty between many nations. If Trump is the Antichrist, that would be amazing because I just don't see how he could be the Antichrist. But whatever. Who knows? And maybe he gets COVID and he gets the deadly wound and it, and he is healed. <sighs> I mean, first we need to see the peace treaty signed and it has to have a seven-year stamp mark and it has to be a legit thing and then they have to build the temple. Now they're signing these peace treaties so we need to pay attention to that. 
but um, I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to live thinking about that. I want to go into higher realms. I want to be an operative of the spirit battles, and I think you do too. So, guys, I better turn this off because there's a lot more to talk about, a lot more Bible to read, but read the Bible for yourself. Crack your Bible. Don't listen to me telling you what to read. Just read the Bible. Make it an intimate journey, not, oh, so-and-so has a special Bible study. Make your relationship with God start today independently of any other ministry, of any other cult, of any other person. The Bible is in your hand. It is a testimony from many people to you from God. It has nothing to do with anybody else. Let those of us who are here speaking into this apparatus, this matrix, this tool, as only a reminder for you to discover personally who you are in God. And we're waiting to see what those seeds planted will flourish and become and what fruit that will taste like. It will be very unique. It will be like, wow, that's good. Or if you're like a son of Satan listening, you know who you are. You, you're, we're gonna taste the poison. We're gonna be like, yep, eh, yep, eh, that wasn't that wasn't God. Believe me, I've worked with those people. I've dealt with those people. They just can't help it. They gotta be evil. They're the of the seed of the devil. But yeah, that's why the Lord says. And, and uh, Paul says, do not suddenly lay hands on anyone to pray for them. Love everyone, but don't trust everyone. Please <laughs> understand there's bad people out there. All right, guys. Uh, thank you, Lord. Oh, we got a question here. Oh, my gosh. Do you think World War Three will set off to create the treaty? I think those two events will be closely hand in hand i don't know which one will come first it could be both it could be separate i don't know but it definitely seems like the world war three scenario and the treaty are going to be pretty close so thank you for listening so long definitely a lot more to get into and if you have any other questions feel free to send them in the website is the spiritforce.com um, you can email us if you have anything i'll try to Get back to you whenever I can. Howdy, Space Cowboy at Yahoo.com. Seems like a fitting email for those goofy websites that make us use email, like Google and Yahoo. You should have a silly email. I love how it's like, the Esquire Honorable mentioned so-and-so knighted by Her Holy Majesty herself, Michael Basham. At Google Yahoo Duty Boo Boos at dot com. You know, you should have a goofy email if it's going to be such a stupid thing. Anyway, love you guys. Bless you. Cellar door, bless you. Thank you, everyone. On the podcast, you can go to our website and support us on Patreon or just share the links. Follow the latest news because every day, even if I don't go live, you're going to find. Hey, this is important. Hey, listen to this broadcast. Hey, here's a YouTube broadcast. I'm just going to focus on the Spear Force and YouTube will kind of, or Facebook, will kind of go into the sidelines. And by the way, memes, funny ones, 
check out the one that Peter Good Game sent me. That one is so funny about guitar players. All right, I'm posting that right now. As soon as soon, I gotta turn this off so I can post it. I love you guys. Here, I'm I'm, po- I'm gonna just play this music. This is another cheesy song from the family. It's called "It's Gonna Be Fine." <laughs> Good song for us these days, right? Love you guys.
Military planners, politicians, and flag-waving journalists turn to doublespeak to gloss over the horrors of war. They don't say war in the new world order of doublespeak. Only casualties sustained and armed campaigns in doublespeak. There's no more battles, only armed conflicts, high-tech weapons and electronic tricks. War is just the same as a video game using doublespeak. Truth is, disguised lies are contrived to minimize the cruelty. The words they choose, the terms they use, only confuse reality. What's the real meaning of the news we hear? The media explains, but it's not real clear. They change the words around just to make a better sound. Every week you can hear double speak when they change the words around and cast the truth to the ground. The language of technology is being used to make the terrifying uncertainties of combat sound completely pre-programmed. A spark bomb will provide soft kill in double speak. A body bag contains just human remains in double speak. Even friendly fire has a kind of nice sound when you shoot your own men with the missile coming down. Just turn to double speak when your stomach is weak from the news this week. Truth is disguised, lies are contrived to minimize the cruelty. The words they choose, the terms they Change the words around just to make a better sound. Every week you can hear double speak. When they change the words around and cast the truth to the ground.
gonna change the words around and cast the truth to the ground. Cast the truth to the ground. So make a better sound. They change the words around and cast the truth to the ground. 